0: To enjoy this and other great episodes on Patreon, check out the link in the description and subscribe via the Black Kluge tier for full access to over a hundred exclusive episodes. For those of you who would like some QF swag on Public t-shirts, magnets, mugs, what have you, also click on the link in the description.
1: Did it surprise you Allison got me married as quickly as she did?
2: Yes, I did.
0: Did that bother you?
2: No. I was happy for her, but I was, I was a little surprised.
3: He was saying goodbye to me, and he leaned in for a kiss, and I smiled so big that he literally kissed my teeth.
2: So I have admitted that uh, so, so I almost had a homosexual experience when I was young. Yes. Some guy came on. Some guy came on to me. And it was really wonderful, actually, but my mother would never tolerate me being gay.
4: You
2: know <laughs> I, I mean? see. I got a guy now who's finding out the real names of the occupations of what the people do who bully me. Oh really? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a fighter, so. Uh, you know, it's just <laughs> interesting when people have their kids on the air.
5: Yeah, but I'm just saying, if a kid was a fuck-up, you just keep them quiet.
2: I put my kids on the air more, but they, they want no part of it. We do another contract here, but well, let's do a three-hour show. What, we should be done right now.
5: Well, you're having this negotiation with me. That's the only problem.
2: Well, who am I supposed to
5: negotiate with? Right?
4: Tell
1: that
2: tell that
5: fat, tell that fat, uh,
2: tell that fat fucking cunt Robin to shut the fuck up. She can't stop mentioning that other fat cunt Butler. They're both fat cunts that you can buy on fire. <laughs> That. I once saw my mother come out of the shower. It traumatized me. Yeah,
6: I can imagine. It she looks it. like you. She had. <laughs>
2: so-
4: oh. oh, sorry. I had that just that just slipped
2: out. Was you getting getting into music and guitar and all that stuff? Was that some kind of therapy because you didn't have your father? Listen, there are people who are at a job too long. They 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 are they, not into it. They can't admit it to themselves. A picture of you and her looks like a
4: kidnapping. It's ridiculous. You yeah. see, like he- walking to grand.
2: This, this is ridiculous. I was going to look for a Nikki Hilton. But you see, those good-looking rich kid, rich girls, they don't go for a guy like me because they don't need my money.
7: Recipe for a perfect date night?
2: Home, dinner, glass of wine, and the bed. Right? What'd you say?
3: Definitely a bottle of wine.
2: I said earlier, I thought it was kind of weird that Jerry still dyes his hair. Like, you know, when your head becomes that big and... You've got a
0: little tuft to of hair.
2: You'd think the vanity would go out the window. But no. <laughs> I do have uh, issues about people leaving. I want to control everyone in my atmosphere. I want. I am a puppet master, and I want everyone to be puppet. But then we had our sex. We went, we went, we went right yeah. into this. Like, even now, we was it have sex. different? It was great because when he was on
3: top of me, I
0: had
2: my hands sticking up. And she had a very hard orgasm from that. Because I drive into Manhattan every day and I listen to it, okay? And if you cut out the bitching, it probably would
0: be about an hour booking. <laughs> You're right. Do you want to know something? Okay. Welcome, folks, to QF, a podcast about Howard Stern. I'm your host, Fillmore, a.k.a. Jim Fix. And with me is Sam. How are you, my dear?
3: Hi, everyone. I'm great.
0: We're doing the latest breakdown, guys, in lieu of... Um, any blinds or whatever we're just going to go straight into it because and it's untitled i haven't thought of a photoshop yet uh but we've got september 5th 6th and 11th i think but also this summer show that Robin was interviewed by Rasan and Gary. Uh, I've got a couple clips from that, and uh, some of them have been a bit long form. And the reason why I want to play the Robin thing is because it's exactly what they say. You'd never hear her that much anymore. So it is kind of interesting to hear what she's got to say for herself now that she's been given a, a forum. But it was just filler for the summer
3: for the summer but it is interesting because you're right we don't hear from her unless she's called on there's no more yep. news no so it really is like having I don't know it's kind of like interviewing Fred or something
0: <laughs> well and they and I think they got him as well but uh I don't know if I'm gonna get that we we'll get to that one or not either way the first one is uh, t- talking about John Hine and uh Bowie went to Taylor Swift with uh I think Some of his daughters, I'm not sure. But they were talking about merchandise. And this is a funny bunch of clips because for years, Wiggy talked up shit about Jackie's, you know, selling merchandise and how, you know, you shouldn't do that. It cheapens the product. And I'm not, you know, he was against anybody doing, you know, outside ancillary gigs because, well, oh, you know, you're funny here that you're ripping off the fans and all this shit. And now you hear these clips.
3: And, of course, we all remember how Howard got into that whole don't wear playboy, don't wear Eagles jerseys, you Big know, but, and he said, we'll make swag, but
0: yeah, they he never, never did.
1: did. No, no, of course not. We misjudged the fact that there was no traffic. So we got, we got there at 5:20 for a show that started at 8:30. 30. <laughs> you didn't so, want to uh,
2: miss any songs.
1: <laughs> I, we thought we were going to be stuck in a shit ton of traffic. and And John wanted to get there a little bit early because he wanted to, um, buy some merch for his kids and hey, the lines die. are staggering staggering uh, but, and there, you they're know what's everywhere. crazy
2: you know what's crazy about this whole merch thing it you know my agent i wanted to have merch like howard stern <sighs> show merch going back in the 90s because like i'm reading about jimmy buffett and no offense mm. to jimmy buffett but like jimmy buffett really musically anyway wasn't really the, you know anybody who was big on the radar but Evidently, he had a loyal group of fans, and he just sold them so much merch that he became a billionaire.
0: It's absolutely true. I never understood it as a kid. I didn't understand it as an adult. I thought this is the lamest fucking shit on the planet. Like Taylor Swift is cooler than Jimmy Buffett. Do you know what I mean?
3: But not to people who go when they when they are heads. in it when they are in a city and mm-hmm. there's a Margaritaville and there's. Yep they are going they are buying merch they are buying glasses they are buying shot glasses they are buying t-shirts they are doing the whole thing
0: it's no different than fish or fans or deadheads or um you know stones fans they will pay through the nose for whatever he's got to sell or some of these people i don't have a problem with it that's the thing i this this big um you know this so-called uh, stance on merch like, the Beatles sold everything with Beatles on it. My, my aunt had Beatles stockings with their faces on it.
3: I really... Uh, it's America. You're allowed to capitalize on whatever you want. And mm-hmm. if if you can make a couple of okay songs and become a billionaire from selling some shit and bar making bars, uh, it, that whatever. Like, yeah. go ahead, you know? So Howard, I think, says this as, like, he's better than... But I think he really wishes I should have capitalized.
0: Oh, fuck. Yeah. And so like when the over the years and it's not like he didn't have merchandise, uh, pay-per-views, videos, uh, uh, crucified by the FCC, which was a piece of shit. Um, Then books. What is is that not merchandise?
3: Of course, it's merchandise. I think, though, he wouldn't be singing this tune if he if he missed the boat, which he totally missed the boat. And let's also remember, Howard likes to change the tune to make it sound like he's more honorable, kind of like what he did with AGT, which we found out in articles recently, especially. We always knew it, but that Simon Cowell is the one who essentially got him fired because he didn't want him to be a part of the show. Plus, NBC knew that he was failing at bringing in audiences for Mm -hmm. AGT, so he got shit-canned, but instead it became... Oh, it's my
0: decision. Well, we did find out after that at the time because the Sony WikiLeaks betrayed that email, but it was um, not really publicized by anybody. And only the things recently on this, we thought it we thought it was a shill website for Buckwald. It actually is just a, uh, you know, a, a you know, what do you call it? A clickbait website basically. And mm-hmm. if you're looking for Stern stuff, you'll find it there. You'll find it at The Blast. Um, but The Blast might be shilling, but the sorry the uh was it what was the one there's two of them the blast and the things that the the blast might be a shilling one but um and lonely lighthouse or whatever the fuck that was called um but they um the basically the basic the whole thing was he uh it came out in an actual article. That's why that somebody said, This is old news. We already know this. But no, but there weren't many articles that talked about the Sony WikiLeaks and in, uh, in, uh, explained the full uh, timeline of how that happened. Like he always said, I don't have enough time. Uh, I'm too busy. I chose to turn them down. Like, no, you had a fucking contract. You got kicked out. With the You weren't resigned at the end of your contract, they didn't want you.
3: Uh, Right. We knew that. I think it's interesting who put that because the things is a publicity hype. That's why they always have Beth in there. And I mean, who cares about Beth unless Beth puts it out there and the PR machine has that put out there? It's not nobody cares about her. So I'm wondering who put that out there to have this recycling again.
0: No idea, but that guy, Rich Taylor, I think is the guy that puts it together. And, uh, he, he, he's always got, he's on the Howard beat, I guess. And, uh, either way, uh, so the merch thing, he's, he's going to backtrack on it here. He's going to claim that he was full of shit the entire time. Oh, and you had saying, to have
5: every t-shirt, every cup, every everything. And then you had to go to the restaurant. You opened restaurants. And then you got to go
0: eat the bad burgers at the restaurant. <laughs> How great would a Howard Stern restaurant would be with like three items on there?
3: <laughs> it would be awful. It would be almonds, almonds. <laughs> yogurt.
0: <laughs> Pasta on the side, half of the trash.
3: <laughs> the same, on the like one sushi roll.
0: <laughs> Gummy bears. <laughs>
3: Jesus,
5: and then he started opening resorts. Now you got to go spend a week listening to his music being piped throughout a place while you eat bad food and swim in a well, pool first of with all, 5,000 oh, oh, people. Is it is it bad food? You don't know that it's bad. You didn't I've been to I have oh, friends who okay. are parrot
3: heads. I went and it was one of the worst burgers I've ever had.
0: <laughs> well, I guess you weren't vegan at that point, were you, Robin?
3: I think the point of it though is like it's it's
0: cheaper than
3: it. right and it's cheaper than the luxury you get in Vegas normally so it's like something you can have a lot of fun in where it's people who are ready to let loose let their hair down have a good time it's not as expensive as let's say going to the Wynn or something you know there's a market for people who that brand is a certain kind of laid back
0: mm-hmm. person
3: that you kind of what you want to be around other people like that who aren't so hoity toity.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, there's definitely like a low, low rent uh, energy to it. Like uh, mm-hmm. you, 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 even the hard rock cafe is not any kind of fucking cheap eat. Sometimes, you know, like they can, they can really stiff people with uh, uh, sh- like exorbitant fees, but you know, I get it. If you want to be this, you know, chilling in the keys type person. Okay. That's your, that's your whole gig. Fine. I mean, I, I it's not my scene, but, If I were in town and someone said, let's go, I wouldn't say no.
3: Yeah. Like if I'm at a bills game, I don't want to go in the hoity-toity VIP area of some sort of, you know what I'm saying? I want to be around all the fans and all the people and have the best time, but that's me. Some people don't like that.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, you're not going to be in one of the shopping carts uh, being thrown against another shop, a guy in a shopping cart.
3: I didn't do that. No, no. Actually, this <laughs> this year, uh, it was in the news. Somebody got wasted on cocaine, LSD, and weed, and they climbed and scaled the new stadium fence and jumped over into a pile of gravel and had to be rescued.
1: <laughs> Jesus. Some energy. Right, so, Robert my... left the part where you have to buy all his clothing, too. You have to buy the shirt yes. oh, and yes. the hat and the shorts and the glasses. Well,
2: Anyway, like I'm reading all of this in the New York Times this uh, week and about, you know, his obituary and how he made billions. Like he was a billionaire from just, you know, fucking T-shirts and yeah, like crap. all the,
0: all that crap.
3: <laughs> he can't stand that. That's no,
0: <laughs> it's literally like, how can I how can I fleece the fans at one more way? And so he's going to argue that Don said, no, don't do it. And I believe it at the time because Don would have said, no, you're not. You're don't be selling T-shirts. Don't be selling Uh, Bumper stickers like ONA did and like what's what's the you know it's not like he was an author it's not like he was Norman Mailer and wasn't selling you know like I'm too uh, highbrow to be selling that cheap shit.
3: Well, especially at the time, he was low run, and he knew that about himself, yeah. and he thrived on being a scumbag on radio. So, I mean, this was perfect for the territory. I wonder who did put the. Was it because he thought there wouldn't be enough? Was it something that could be counted, like that success could be? You could account for that success, how little or how hot or how high it was, and so if they didn't sell well, that's a that's a marker for failure if it didn't work
0: well i think there's a couple things at play like these days you can go on t public as we have and we have qf swag and i wholeheartedly recommend it if you guys are interested the only reason i went with that is because i had loads of people asking when i would put like some photoshop's available to be sold as t-shirts because some people legit wanted them and got them uh natalie liz god bless her she got a hoodie that looks great she got the march of the bagels on it it's um and she says quality's fantastic and i've ordered from them myself it, it's pretty good uh the 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 t the shirts anyway but um back then you would have had to order all these fucking like thousands to be printed and that's your expense like with these places you only get you know, you get a like a, pr- a percentage of the total fee, but you don't, you're not putting any money up front. So you don't lose any money on anything you sell.
3: I didn't think about that there. You're right. There's a front to this and that, and, I, and you that's another thing. That cheap he shit doesn't want to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So now like, all of a sudden I'm stuck with fucking Beetlejuice t-shirts. That won't so sell. Right.
3: I never thought about that. If he had to front the money for swag, yeah. forget it. And
0: also, and also where's he going to sell them? He has to sell them on like, like through. A phone line, like a 1-800-STERN, we did in the early 90s. He was trying to sell his fucking Butt Bongo Fiesta or whatever. Remember, he was on Tom Snyder's show and they bleeped, they bleeped him saying that?
3: Well, if he really believed in his brand, he would have opened that museum that he wanted to and sold them there or had some sort of space in New York City for it. But he didn't do that.
0: He could have, he could have like not Walmart, but somebody would have sold it. Somebody out there would have sold Howard oh, Stern
2: yeah. swag. Yeah. At the time. My agent's going, Hey, you know, maybe a Howard Stern show t-shirt and you know, my agent, a very smart man, don't get me wrong and, and, and wise about my career. Uh, certainly yeah. I owe him everything.
3: You know, what would have been perfect is Spencer's gifts. Cause at the time it was really popular in the nineties. If he would have sold, um, Any fucking little stupid gaff trick, whatever thing he had, like Beetlejuice something keychains or Howard Stern t-shirts or
0: fart spray.
3: But anything he could have made a, a lot of money, I think, in the 90s selling at Spencer's
0: shitloads. I mean, like there and and people would have bought them in droves. I mean, he waited until private parts to really start with swag. I remember I saw a ghetto blaster being sold with private parts, the logo on it, uh, the movie. And then, like, you know, oh, there's always like lobby cards and stuff. But that those are free, I think. Uh, but, you know, there's all kinds of stuff he could have made money on T-shirts, especially bumper stickers, posters, posters mm-hmm. would have been huge. But huge, you say to me, listen, we're not doing that shit, your fans will appreciate the fact
2: that you're not trying to milk them for every penny. And I would go absolutely.
0: Meanwhile,
5: I'm like, fuck that. The- <laughs> he's, he's he's got his own <laughs> island and he's in a private jet.
0: <laughs> so thirty years of, but at least twenty five years of claiming the high ground, saying I didn't want to fuck the fans over with funny money, and and here he's admitting. I don't know why. I guess he figures no one's listening anyway. Now I can I can be upfront with it and say like no one cares. Yeah, I wanted to milk you.
3: Yeah, and. He thinks, well, people would have wanted to buy it because they like the show. So, sure. you know, I don't think to myself, oh, damn, I wish I didn't buy that NSYNC poster. You know, I'm not thinking NSYNC is milking me when I'm in seventh grade. I well, just like it. it.
0: Like, you don't, you don't find it a waste when you go to a concert and you get a tour shirt if you want one, like back in the day. Like, I went and saw Kiss on the reunion tour, and I didn't buy a T-shirt because I saw the quality looked like shit, the design looked like shit, and it was like 30 bucks. And I go that like in 1996, that was way too much for a fucking kiss shirt that I wasn't gonna wear anyway. And then I decided, nope, don't want it. And and that's but that was my choice. It does not mean there wasn't a lineup of people find fucking buying that shit.
3: No kidding. I mean, even f- when I went to see Chris Rock, I bought a zip up, or my mom just, bought one for me. Yeah,
0: that says Chris Rock on it.
3: It says Chris Rock on the front, and then it's his face with all the tour dates on the back.
0: Wonderful I mean, you could and and that's something you could eventually sell if you didn't want it. Those things go for all kinds of money. I saw i'm not i I'm so pissed off I didn't buy this. There's a flea market in the in the like international market area of town, and I saw hanging on a wire hanger in a legit van Halen nineteen eighty four tour jacket like wow. the real thing. It was small like it wouldn't have fit me, but someone on eBay would have fucking eaten that up. Like yeah. swag swag from back in the day, and I stupidly didn't get it. Remember Michael uh, you was you're too young, you were you weren't even born. Michael Jackson uh, beat it zip up fucking jackets were being sold. Oh yeah. Michael Jackson was not afraid to sell swag. You know how I many people bought those fucking gloves? Mm-hmm. He made a mint Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, he
2: owns. Yeah, yeah. He owns 17 homes. And uh, I I mean, uh, I want a Howard Stern retirement community where my fans can go party all day. and I don't know, blow their brains out, do whatever they want. So anyway, um, no, my agent always had this rule where he, it wasn't even his rule. I mean, I I called the shots, but he said to me, listen, you don't, you just don't want to be selling everything under the sun. You don't, you, know, you don't want to be like, uh, you know, Jimmy Buffett. And I was like. Secretly, I do. I actually, would like all that money. Why not? I want
5: to be a pirate and have people buy my T-shirts.
2: Yeah, yeah. I want to. I I want to. I want to like have two hit songs and then just have billions of dollars. You know what I mean?
3: Well, when is enough enough? You know, like okay. So Jimmy made a lot of money doing this. You're still a multimillionaire, and you're but, making yeah. a ton of money still. And your show sucks. You should be grateful you're still allowed to make money.
0: If he's making money, for that matter, yeah. I mean, someone asked me, like, how can he be, um, you know, how, how can it be they don't want him if he's on the premium channel? He's on the premium channel because if you opted, if you made him an opt-out, no one would get him.
4: No. Like, like
0: You know, like, you put him on the premium because you can package him with a bunch of things as an add-on. It's like, look, that bit that bit of bread in the center of the pizza that comes with it, he's that bit of bread. You don't have to pay for it. It's the
3: same as when you're calling for cable and -hmm. they give you a couple of different options of, do you want this, this, and this together, or this, this, and this together? Everybody Mm -hmm. knows that. He's a part of the this, this, and this.
0: Right. He comes with basic cable. Yes. And and, you know, and that way, you know, he gets to get all the like, well, I'm on the premium stations like, no, they're buying it for the NBA channel or the fucking MLB channel. They don't give a fuck about you and they're not listening. And if you think they don't have the metrics and they don't know how many people are listening, you're out of your mind.
3: Plus, I mean, in a way, thank God he doesn't have 17 homes because the overhead for Palm Beach, the New York City apartment he owns, but like Hamptons. He owns the, he owns all of his homes, but that's a lot of overhead. If you're not making any money,
0: three properties. And the one in the one in Florida's, I can't remember. Someone said it's definitely six figures a year in terms of t- property taxes, but yeah, if you're not making, I don't know, like what, what, what would he need comfortably to like cover his nut, his taxes, everything, all his other expenses.
3: I don't know about property taxes in Florida. Mm-hmm. Because I thought I thought they have like a good I know they have no I think they don't have property
0: taxes. Like if he's such a star fucker, why doesn't he just up and move to California?
3: Right? I never realized yeah, that's right. Why aren't you living in California if you like these what? people so much? Like New York, <laughs> that's New like York. your best friends.
0: Like like New York for music purposes, I suppose, fine, but the, the industry, the talent pool is all out in LA. Why don't you work, work, live in Burbank or, you know, fucking, I don't know, somewhere, San Diego. Why, why don't you live in somewhere in the in, in the West Coast?
3: And when he is in Florida, I never see him going to those big Miami parties or the Palm Beach parties or any right. of the things that celebrities do when it's, what is that uh, Art Basel every year that all the celebrities go to? He's never there. He's never doing parties with these people.
0: Yeah. Is it is it just that whole like I you know I wouldn't be invited to anything anyway, so why go?
3: Does he wanna go? I don't know. I don't
0: know. Like would like it's like you're closer to your family. You I know who does want to
3: go, bath.
0: Oh, big time, Jesus, yeah. So But uh, he was
3: promoting this
5: pirate lifestyle. You know, that was yeah, one yeah. of the things.
0: Some pirate living yeah.
5: in the hamptons <laughs> he's raking in the <laughs> dough I'm while you pirate. pretended to be a pirate
3: <laughs> he's
2: in hamptons and palm beach what pirate i want to be that kind of pirate <laughs> you're already dressed
0: like what <laughs> i
3: know jesus <laughs> grace you look like an extra from hook
5: shut pirates
0: up are- <laughs> pirates of the hamptons <laughs> but-
5: <laughs> that's right he was no pirate mm. at all
0: no but anyway
2: um <laughs> so it was kind of um You know, so it was always this thing where, like, I couldn't sell T-shirts or cups or mugs or anything. And then I'm reading about Taylor Swift.
3: It's always this thing. It's always this. It's not. It it was your decision.
0: Yeah. Own it.
3: Buckwald's not. Buckwald gives you advice you could take it or leave it it was always this thing
0: i I guarantee it was the investment he didn't want to have to fucking pay for it he wanted because he wants everything to be on someone else's arm
3: i I just love this vague uh, you know it's this vague hand always either pushing for or against something in his life when it's clear that he has control of everything
0: you know what it is? It's like a, 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 This is the this is the the analogy just popped in my head. He's taken his 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 would be girlfriend to the movies. Then he puts his hand on her knee, and she literally like kicks it off. Like yeah. And then he he doesn't. There's no pushback. He's like, no, I'm not getting any. That's it. So high school, the uh, Howard Stern, the high school years. Porky's the remake. All these supposed plans. Oh, I'm going to be in the movie Jane with Melanie Griffith. That falls out, the, out of the fucking, off the, off the ledge. Um, everything. His, else.
3: his music career that he was
4: trying for.
3: Right.
0: That Mick Ronson produced. Oh, wow. You know, are going to see that no one's heard Jack shit. And uh, Kane, Doomsday, all these fucking things that he claimed he, he had in the back burner. And then the one thing he does produce uh, Son of the Beach. Who gives a well, fuck about son of the beach then or now?
3: Well, think about this. He was better off instead of doing that. You could have started your t-shirts and your bullshit,
0: mm-hmm. and then
3: you'd be making money off of that forever. I mean, what?
0: He didn't want like all you had to do. You're hiring a company to produce these shirts, and you have people uh, like to accept phone calls for orders, or mail-ins. You know, it's not that fucking difficult. But that even back then. Is it slower? Yeah, sure, of course. But Christ, time life made millions, billions probably selling, you know, the Dean Martin roasts and the, the fucking, you know, certain the best of Boxcar Willie, you know, on 10 CDs, right? You know what I mean? I like, mean,
3: you could have actually gave Ralph a better job then. He could have been like a t-shirt designer. At least it would have made him seem more legitimate.
0: Yeah, <laughs> instead of just a fucking fluffer.
2: She makes more money and her fans don't seem to resent her. Like, John, how much shit did you buy? You got online, you were online. Gary said you were online for like an hour, right? Waiting. Well, here's that, was a, that
1: That was a short line.
6: yeah, we've actually found a short line and I was like, I'm going to wait to buy some stuff for my daughters. And Gary's like, I'm going to go explore. I'm like, "Okay." so Gary takes off. So I'm standing on line and it moved relatively quick. It was like half hour, 40 minutes. Again, we had three hours to kill and people are walking away with bags and bags of stuff. And this stuff ain't cheap. We're talking like, you know, 40, 50 dollars average per item. So I got a couple shirts from my daughters, a couple other things one for myself of course and yeah. would, you, would would my audience
2: resent me if i sold them t-shirts and what kind of shit did
6: you buy? No, i think i don't think they would i understand the point of view where you know i'm not selling out to my audience you you know you get the this product and it's great and i don't want to make you pay for anything else i i totally get that right but who would buy that now this
3: this advice might have this conversation, if you had it in 1993 or four or five, fine. What the hell difference does it make now to ask John Hine this, this question? Do you know how stupid and desperate do you, John Hine, do you think because you stood in line at Taylor Swift and everybody's having, you know, armfuls of shit in their hands to like, Stuff into bags. Do you think I should do this? The ship has sailed. Nobody cares.
0: <laughs> Howard could sell hundred dollar bills for five bucks, and no one would buy.
3: <laughs> for real, sign. You, know. you could stand there all day at the corner of whatever street and say, "I'm signing stuff all day." Nobody would York. show up in New Nobody York. Nobody cares.
0: Right? you epicenter. No one gives a fuck anymore. You've alienated your base. You've got hate shows dedicated to you. Like, you I gu- know, the-
3: I guarantee if he set up a T-shirt stand or a whatever stand at the corner of some block in New York mm-hmm. City, there would be more protesters than mm-hmm. there would be fans.
0: You'd have like tomatoes thrown out. You'd have people putting like chewing gum on Tom, ta- on, on, on the wigs. Oh, anyway. Anyway,
2: getting I'm all happy for Taylor and everything, but getting back to my point. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why can't I sell merch? You can't oh. people no. ask me all
0: the time for
2: like, my agent li- says, no, my agent says we- that I don't want that. He says well, that uh, fi-
0: he says that I don't want it. What, what about no. free will dickhead?
3: And your agent. Isn't your boss, you're his boss. So that's mm-hmm. weird. And second of all, if he's saying no, now that's because he's trying to tell you your days are late. numbered. Yes. Yeah. Write it out. You should have wrote it out a long time ago. The only reason I'm glad he's not done is so we can play this and have a show. (laughs) I think that he's from
5: another era. Speaking of eras
2: speaking of errors (laughs) i think it's an error not to sell merch (laughs)
5: and And you know he doesn't recognize that you know all the rock and rollers always had merchandise you know everybody wanted a
0: concert t-shirt everybody you know that of course tour programs posters bumper stickers uh pins pins were huge back in the day magnets
3: you're having this conversation in 2023 for right (laughs)
0: What a fucking idiot. Literally (laughs) 26 years after your movie came out, when you could have sold, and you probably were like, I mean, there if you look up Howard Stern private parts, you know, on swag. And and the other thing is, what do you call selling, you know, four different CD covers of your soundtrack if it's not swag?
3: Let's just remember those book lines. If you didn't capitalize on that, you're an idiot. Yeah, this conversation should have taken place 30 years ago.
0: Yes. Fucking talk about missing talk about missing oh. the boat.
3: Jesus Christ, oh, it's Christ. like he dropped in a like wormhole. Oh, hello, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> Haven't
6: done it. It would be a really exclusive, unique thing. To give Everything to your would fans. be
5: exclusive yeah, because it's put, the first,
6: yeah. Right. And you, you should, would see like like the, the
2: the uh Howard Stern anal beads, but they'd be very hard to get. Like <laughs> well,
5: see,
3: that's of course. <laughs> of course. That's the first thing he would go to. Howard Stern anal beads. Are you are you why am I not surprised?
1: I'm not surprised in the slightest. Be careful, Howard. Like, we just to like make few. like, if, don't, you, don't do doormats and stuff. That's stupid. But you can do cool stuff.
2: Oh, well, well what's wrong with the doormat? My fans need that.
0: Uh, I mean, uh, what? Yeah, well, you Who? step up. Your fans are your doormat. You've been stepping all over them for fucking 20-something years.
3: Zing. Who the fuck sells doormats?
0: <laughs> for his pre-distressed boots to wipe them shit off him? Come on.
3: I never thought to myself, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy." <laughs> I like this celebrity. I like this show. Oh, let me see if they have a Joe Rogan doormat.
0: <laughs> no kidding.
4: <laughs>
3: Don't you, you know, have a doormat?
5: <laughs>
2: you know, there's only fifty fart man spatulas made, and uh, if you get one of those, you would be very, very lucky. Or the Robin Quiver signature bra, which is uh, on sale and uh, at the kiosk. <laughs> yeah, I always. I always like, whenever I sat with my agent, I'd go, uh, yeah, you know, uh, gee, so-and-so selling t-shirts. We don't want to do that. I go, <laughs> right. No. Yeah. We don't Whoa. Do that, you know,
3: let's, let's rewrite history on a fucking dime right now is mm-hmm. what's happening mm-hmm. because we should have clips when he used to talk about this. All the time in the 90s, in early 2000s, Fillmore, he would say, I would never do that. It was my choice. Like, I would never want to rip my fans off like that and make them. It's unbelievable.
0: Uh, in fact, there's one. I'm going to find uh, the clip right here discussing Jackie's Jokeland merchandise. One sec. Here's an example, guys, back in the day when they were about 95 and they're discussing Jackie and his, his, he used to call them his tchotchkes. And meanwhile, Howard was selling stuff. Jackie was trying to sell stuff. And Jackie's just sitting there taking it because he knows he has no recourse. Uh, Billy's going to mock him with the, the Jackie puppet and all those things. But he doesn't care because it's income he's not getting from the show if he doesn't sell it.
3: Well, that's like when people, people who mock ideas that you wish you thought of yourself mm-hmm. and actually do them it's that's it's, what's happening
2: it's projection yeah, <laughs> a little bit larger than life not or that you wrong. have an important place i enjoy doing this. no jackie's whole
1: rap is that he's a man of the people oh i see no, that's, and that's not it, my rap i oh, but, enjoy but is. you are <laughs> well
4: maybe
5: i am i, I enjoy
1: doing <laughs> it. i was with jackie once we were down
2: but on... don't you think that like it's somewhat
5: why would people come to to see you for money if you're just a guy
2: Right? Why well, pay money to see a guy?
5: Yeah, I
6: I don't know why, but they do. They do,
2: and they they come and then if it's after. Not
6: broke, don't fix. It.
2: Do you feel that like maybe hey maybe this won't last forever, so I might as well just try to suck in as much money at an appearance as uh, I can. I've
1: never thought about it like that. No. All uh-huh. right. I have to tell you, all the jokes you can throw at Jackie, you know, in terms of whether it's right or wrong, he gets lines of people up there
2: because they go they, they you know what what's wrong with people? I, I've studied people. That's all I study because I'm really I'm really not that bright. I, I study people. They go they get nuts. They then they wake up the next morning and they go, what did I buy? I bought a mug. I, I spent $100,
0: a mug, a shirt. What am I going to do with it? Because I bet you
5: a lot of people t- buy more than one thing.
1: Oh yeah. oh,
0: yeah. Now, he is right about people getting caught up in the moment and buying stuff. Like, you go at the swag table and you decide, I want that scarf. I want this and that. It's true. But for the most part, as long as the person's happy getting it, it doesn't matter why they get it.
3: This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's America. That's yeah. What do you think this is? over consuming society is this is what we do Mm -hmm. we're america man fucking where do you think you live Yeah,
6: they go nuts. they for see to buy. Right, yeah. And in this country, you know, people say they pay too much in taxes. They don't.
4: If they got money they for that, extra money. there's too much money in this country. But Howard, you know,
1: you're absolutely right, right because there's a comedian, and he does this thing at the end of his act with these fake eyeballs, yeah. right? And he does this rap for like 20 minutes, this whole joke about the fake eyeballs. And then when he's done, he sells these packages of fake eyeballs. Yeah. And people get online to buy them. And I remember I was working, and them, they gave me a pack, and I was thrilled. Yeah. And then I woke up the next morning. I go, what am I going to do with these? Yeah, right, throw them out. I can't do Yep.
3: Good. I'm glad that people are spending their money on whatever the fuck they want. I don't want to be uh, compelled and forced to spend my money on taxes for things that I don't really care about or think are fair or correct. So good. I If I want to buy googly eyeballs and a Jackie mug, that's what I should be able to spend my money on. Don't right. fucking make me spend my money on things I don't want.
0: Good. Right. <laughs> like a stiletto?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck you.
2: I want to be like Johnny Carson and, you know.
5: You know. Johnny Carson
0: had
2: a line of suits. I know,
0: but uh, I used to- and his every appearance on his own show was advertising for the suits, and they sold. Yeah. well uh, I remember Arsenio saying, like, as a kid and growing up in the hood, it was very cool to see that Johnny had his own line of clothing. Like that was a very, very hip thing to do. Even though the clothes look, I mean, they're dated, obviously, but you, you can't look at it like that with through that lens. You got to go, this guy. He didn't sell, like they might have done tours through Rockefeller Center, Rockefeller Station or whatever, Rockefeller Center, and they might have uh, actually, no, that was New York, sorry. They might have done tours through the Burbank Studios, and when he wasn't there, the same as they did for Letterman and stuff, but people were pleased to do it. And if there's a market and there's a a demand for it, you sell. What's the fucking, who cares?
3: And that was pretty nuanced of Johnny to do that, too.
0: I think so. I mean, Christ, he was offered a seat on Coca-Cola and shares and turned it down yeah i mean christ I, 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 it staggers me the amount of money he walked away from because he didn't want to be bothered with it
3: well look at howard he didn't want to be bothered with this and now he's pretending that it was now he's pretending it's down buckwald falls when for all these years up until this point he said that was his choice
2: yep to say that i go didn't johnny carson have suits <laughs> and I don't know, I don't remember the answer, but there was always an answer, but I don't know, Taylor Swift doesn't seem to be too embarrassed or upset about uh, milking the fans for, for cash. I mean, no, uh, there, was there was
5: any there was other a, musician.
2: Yeah. Next one. No merch for me. Even I would like, a Howard, I would like a Howard Stern, I would like a Howard Stern t-shirt, quite frankly, and I'm
6: Howard well, Stern. You I mean, can <laughs> get a,
0: thanks for the plug, <laughs> shithead. You can get a, quite frankly, T, guys. They're really good. Yeah
5: talk like about it. eras just imagine all of the errors and hairdos and yeah you know <laughs> all of that
2: i've been around in this business for a long time i've got buffons. <laughs> uh, i got straight hair curly hair
3: oh my <laughs> god you are uh, flying so close to the sun what is he thinking
0: howard stern autographed wigs
3: for fuck's sake, he is basically outing himself as a wig-wearing moron. And yep. who is by, Who is forcing anybody to buy a Taylor Swift swag? Nobody. That's her choice to sell it. Nobody has to go up to the stand and hand over their mar- money or card. What is right. he talking it, about?
0: Right. They don't have to go see her either.
3: It's not a requirement to go buy a T-shirt.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's all kind of shit. Next clip, guys, more merch.
2: I was jealous of his empire. with the Yeah, with the, that's sp- what
5: I thought. I was like, I gotta respect that.
2: Yeah, selling all that shit to the Parrotheads, man. I mean, Started it was with some-
5: with T-shirts.
2: Yeah. Like I said, I'm kind of jealous because I never sold a T-shirt. I, I had some <laughs> sort of weird integrity that I really didn't want to have.
0: It's it, Again, I, it's not integrity. It is not integrity. It, you know, if someone claims they have integrity, you either do or you don't. How, it was, is it
3: in, how is it integrity when you don't want to sell a T-shirt, but you're fine hawking, paying for radio and some piece of shit equipment and all these wires and hookups? I mean, what?
0: So what is? how is it integrity when someone tells you you shouldn't do it and you take their advice? That's their integrity, not yours. You are an empty vessel, except when you're filled with Ralph's fucking semen.
3: Yeah, I, I, I love how this went from it's Don Buckwald's fault. So now you have some sort of integrity. Wait a minute. I just thought you said it's your agent's fault and you wish you would have done it and you right. wanted to do it. So which right. is it?
0: <laughs> I borrowed integrity from someone else. Fuck. <laughs> Stolen integrity, not Fowler. <laughs> Honestly, I do I want like, to tell you.
3: All this came from t-shirts.
2: Yeah. I mean, when I see Taylor Swift, like two John I dropped 300 bucks on shirts <laughs> and other schmatas.
4: I'm like, what
2: wrong with me? What do I have to have integrity? Why would I have integrity? I'm going to ask
5: you. Got don't. Good don't. Mm. He doesn't even have like a great hit. And his t shirts were going crazy flying out the door.
4: no
2: Yeah. Okay. Taylor Swift, I guess, but you know, he. I, I could have had a restaurant.
5: understand having a Rolling Stones T-shirt, <laughs> but what
2: about a
3: uh... cheeseburger in Paris? <laughs> did you hear him just say, "I could have had a restaurant"? And Robin cut him off.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: he could have had a restaurant. What <laughs> it
0: wasn't no Boo essentially the Howard Stern restaurant?
3: Yeah, and Scores was the, you know, the play, the play place. I, I really. I'm amazed by this, and how ha- Taylor should hire security extra- security after hearing this because yeah. he sounds so insanely jealous, I'd be nervous
0: no kidding.
2: <laughs> how about a Howardville restaurant uh, would you go? <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's nothing but a microwave. <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> what It's nonstop baked potatoes.
0: Elio's pizza, whatever the fuck. Jesus Christ. Um, Next one, guys. Wig is super, sorry, super shiked about Paul Simon, who came in today. I didn't hear the interview. Did you manage to hear it? Because I, 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 no. I'm I, going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, maybe I'll have you cut up the Demi Lovato one and I'll cut up Paul Simon.
3: Okay. If, there, if there's
0: you, anything worth cutting up.
3: Imagine if he had a restaurant, it would just be like for the entree bowls of Lucky Charms.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Oh, and, and uh the, the by the way, everything on the menu is free because he doesn't pay either.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we a big announcement I have to make. Super
0: psyched.
4: Oh Paul god. Freeman Super psyched?
0: Really? Um, the next one is called "Summer Pop-Up Show Bullshit," and this has to do with what the aforementioned we talked about: Robert Downey Jr., John Bon Jovi, uh, Brooke Shields, and her husband, I guess, and Mary McCormick. They all were at his house, and so this is like a seven-minute clip. But he starts talking about it. Rather than play that stupid show, we thought so I thought and, and James, thank you for clipping this. It would be it's a great better to just play this instead because he explains how it came about, which is all bullshit. Mm. say hi to a few people it's been a long
2: summer we haven't spoken anyone uh jilly you're on the air in pennsylvania what up good morning
4: i'm so glad you're back i've been waiting for you for months
0: welcome back boss i'm glad to be calling into the show jilly from (laughs) the
3: back office
0: yeah how's the chinese food at your restaurant (laughs) sinatra i love that jilly rizzo was uh frank's Frank Sinatra's legendary bodyguard and his wife had, they had a bar and there was a Chinese restaurant in there. They sold Ch- the, supposedly the best Chinese food in town.
3: Oh my God. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I must yeah. say that pop-up show was amazing.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: The so pop-up shows were amazing.
2: I'll tell you the story of the pop-up show. If you want to hear it, I would love it. So I was obsessed robin yeah. with the idea that on social media you know on instagram you can go on instagram and broadcast like that like if i'm sitting in the house with my wife my wife says let's go live we can instantaneously reach her fans or you know the fans of her feed
5: Who's a f-
0: <laughs> right. fucking hell who the fuck's a fan of that? Yeah, Bets, Betsy, alone. like, what would you call them? Horseheads?
3: heads? Well, what? Horseshoes? A book, a fucking a bunch of hoarders with like cats, dead and alive, all around them.
0: Yeah, well, how someone someone said anorexics, so whatever you're gonna call them. But either way, like, well, what? Don't you have Instagram? Don't you have TikTok? Can't it, you but... live stream yourself on your own fucking phone, but dickhead?
3: But that's what he's talking about, but he's acting like this is some revelation. Yeah, people go live all the time. This isn't some
0: Facebook Live.
3: What year are you in?
0: Right, exactly. And so and and we we already know the fucking realization. It wasn't about anything except I'm on forced vacation, forced furlough, and I'm desperate to have my name out there. I'm so thirsty, like some other people we know, and and I need a show. I got all these celebs here. Oh, and by the way, there's no COVID for the time that the celebs are here. The, the COVID fear is gone while John Bon Jovi's in my house.
3: Yeah, well, Robert Downey Jr. straddling in a picture and sticking his finger in his mouth. We're fine.
0: Right.
2: Like that, pink pants. So over the summer vacation, I was listening to a lot of music and doing painting and stuff. And I'm sitting in my room and I'm listening to some tunes. And I'm like, you know, these tunes
0: are really good. I wish I could share it with my audience. Oh, <laughs> they, they, they have a thing called spotify they don't need you for your for their fucking tunes dickhead plus who are you to talk about music when you spent the, your entire career bitching about the fact that you had to play music back in the day and you didn't want to
3: just make a playlist and put it out if you yeah. really cared oh hey i'm listening to this this summer guys fuck
2: post I it on twitter hit a button and just yeah. go hey audience here's what i'm, I'm listening so- to I'm sitting here and uh, I wanted to tell you these songs I'm playing and why I'm playing them. And I think they're pretty good. It'd be fun to do. Oh, God. So uh, I called uh, certain people who work here. I don't know if they want their names mentioned or not. And I said, it's driving me crazy. I want to be able to hit a button. And, you know, and broadcast. And and, go on. Yeah.
4: Well, they explained
2: to me. Why we can't do that? Because you need an engineer, and you need this, and you need that. You know, there's things you need someone in. Mind. Do we have an engineer?
3: No, and nobody on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or fucking Twitter have one either. And they do it every day.
2: Mm-hmm. Manhattan okay. running this and that. So I, I, but he said, let me let me figure out the best way to do this. So what we came up with that if I want to go on the air while I'm sitting and listening to music. There's a way for me to do it within five minutes during working hours. And then on other hours, if, if it was three o'clock in the morning and I wanted to do it, they'd have to get someone down there. And that might take a half hour or 45 minutes. <laughs> right. But that, that's about the
0: best week. It takes a half hour to get your compression settings just right.
3: <laughs> yeah, That's what it is. It's his voice and it his looks.
0: It has to be. Uh, and then, yeah, tweaking the the video, making sure that the color settings are right, maybe making sure you can see those strategically placed fake gray hairs in the wig. It's all bullshit. I do right now.
2: Because I, I like the idea that if I was sitting at home that I could broadcast. And I don't want to do that on Instagram because I work for Sirius XM. I want Sirius XM to get the benefit of my broadcasts. And the people who pay for their subscriptions to SiriusXM to get the benefits of, of of the show. Why should I do it on Why should I do it on Instagram? Fuck Instagram. You know what I'm what saying? What's
5: Mark Zuckerberg doing? For oh, yeah. you?
2: Right, right, right. <laughs> so uh, what's Mark right? Zuckerberg doing? Right. Yeah, he needs more money. <laughs> so uh, I'm sitting there going, I want to be able to brook it anyway. Team Sirius came back to me and said, we have a way to do it. We'll get you on. So I said, oh, great. So I'd have to give them like five minutes notice. So I was having a dinner party. The first time I broke in live, I was, I was
0: having a dinner party that night and I was, oh, and by the way, he wasn't getting paid for this.
3: This is so torturous to hear the, this process.
0: Well, it is torturous. I mean, the fact is, like, I don't understand why you just couldn't turn, like, broadcast on air and do it. Is this,
3: this buildup is so boring. It's unbelievable.
0: It's not much, it's not much more exciting to listen to the actual pop-up show that happened. Like, they people told us about it. Oh, did you know he's on? And I'm like, I guarantee this was pre-recorded. Can you
3: imagine if we spent a whole show talking about how you opened your laptop and I opened mine, we plugged in our headphones.
0: I poured a drink.
3: Checked check our setting. I mean, who the fuck cares?
0: <laughs> you know, all the QF heads out there that are, you know, buying our swag. They also, they wouldn't mind buying a an inscribed Sam microphone. And uh, they want to hear the exact, you know, they want to hear where you went to purchase it, what website, all that bullshit. How exciting. I'm,
3: I'm not selling anal beads. If that's what you're asking,
0: let's keep going. Having some cool people
2: over. Like really nice people. Oh. But I wasn't planning on broadcasting live. This is much to my point. Oh. But I was telling my wife, I now have the ability to broadcast live. So we're
0: sitting and having. It makes Wait a me, minute. It So makes he, me, wanted it, yeah. he wanted to hear
3: music. He wanted
0: He wanted the (laughs) listeners to hear what music he was listening to.
3: So instead of just tweeting out, like even Obama says, this is my play, the, the ex president of the United States gives a playlist that he's listening to every year. You're telling me that instead of just tweeting out what songs you're listening to for the day, you have to now you have to get together engineers, the serious staff, have your whole setup, and then you just happen to have a dinner party full of a random bunch of celebrities. And- right. <laughs> oh, because you wanted to fucking let people know what you're listening to because you love music so much. This is such horseshit.
0: It's complete horseshit. And I was thinking that that sounded like, um, yeah, you, you could literally go on, let's see, there's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook Live. Can you go on Twitter live as well? Yeah. Okay. So there's four apps off the top of my head, and I'm sure I'm missing a hundred other ones that you could literally go on and just tell people what the fuck is going on. You hold the phone around. Hey, let's do a selfie. Da 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 da. If you think it's cool.
3: I believe. I believe that Building Seven collapsed collapsed out <laughs> of fire more than <laughs> I believe this story.
2: Dinner. With this dinner party, and my <laughs> wife announces to the table, "Hey guys, Howard has this ability to go live on his show now." And I'm like, "Uh oh." One of the people sitting there is Jimmy Fallon, and Jimmy's like not comprehending. He's thinking, "Oh, that's a great idea for a bit." If you just you yes, uh, said, "Howard, that that
0: sounds great."
3: <laughs> Bath announced. Beth announced.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, so it's baths idea hey guys would you like to go
0: the here look at this desk he's it's like he's a radio host (laughs) she's
3: turning gray
2: yeah just break into your channels and go live but he didn't think i had the ability to do it right and beth goes no you're not understanding he want he can do it right now you should go down and do it right now
4: oh "Uh -oh." wow
2: i shouldn't be doing this (laughs) because people will think i'm using them Like I invited them over for dinner, they're gonna
0: think I invited them over so I can do a broadcast with them. That's well, you didn't. I don't think that it was that pre. I don't think it was that pre-orchestrated, but you definitely had it in your head, or Beth did, or both of you said, "What if we release this as a show?" I'm sure that most of it came from him. Like it was based on a spark of an idea. Like, can we actually record now? Can we turn this on? But what I think is also. I don't even know for a fact that when he came back, that any of these shows are live because they have back office, back, back office callers. We know that the, the interviews are pre-taped. They could be because most of these people live in LA. They're not calling in at 3 AM from LA to do a fucking interview with this dickhead in real time. And he can't chance for real callers. So we don't know that anything's not pre Well,
3: I, I also think too, well, that, and the writer's strikes going on and these people are desperate to get their faces out there and not cross the line. Mm-hmm. So this is a great opportunity to get their faces out there. Hi, remember us we're, we still exist.
0: Mm-hmm. type and of Drew, thing. And look at Drew and, Barrymore and all the shit she's going through right now and Bill Maher as well. I think he finally he he acquiesced and he said we're not doing the show now.
3: Yeah, he acquiesced, but Drew Barrymore acquiesced in the worst way possible, making oh. it about herself.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck that video. If we ever had to cut that video apart, we would have a field day.
3: I like that she deleted it. Not like everybody screen recorded it and mocked it endlessly. <laughs> it's unbelievable.
0: Oh God. She'll never recover from this. Like people, they may, well, not, I don't know. Not that she had much of a, a reputation to begin with, but, um, it, it came off so poorly. I'm sure if Dr. Dr. Dodd Grande hasn't already done something about it, he should.
3: Oh, it's narcissism multiplied. I can't even. Big time. But it's crying about herself. Yes. It's unbelievable.
0: Oh, it's quite believable. And the other thing is, I I know I keep saying that. (laughs) No, no, (laughs) no, I know.
3: I keep saying this.
0: Well, Mike Babcock, the uh, coach of the Blue Jackets, Columbus Blue Jackets, got fired for demanding to see players phones like personal photos on their phones and shit and uh, bob was just messaging me saying have you been keeping an eye on this this guy this head coach who just got let go and i'm like yeah a little bit he goes total npd total npd and i have to look it up because it's gonna be a great story
3: well that's what lizzo did to her dancers demanding to see their phones or they couldn't leave it's basically kidnapping
0: (laughs) yeah more or less
2: which i was not planning on doing But then when my wife suggested it, everyone at the table got super excited. And I said, well, we could go down and everybody pick a song. And whatever song you want to, you know, whatever you want to do. And everyone was super high on the idea. But me being paranoid and neurotic, among other things. Shit got real. Well, shit got real. And also I was like, they don't really want to go down and do a broadcast. So here's who was over. John Bon Jovi and Dorothea. Jimmy Fallon and his wife Nancy. Brooke Shields and her husband, Chris Henshey. Drew Barrymore was here. Allie Wentworth was here. Mary McCormick
0: um, and her husband. Jack Daniels and Jim Beam were also there. And Johnny Walker.
3: Yeah, and a lot of Cabernet Sauvignon. I really think that Drew Barrymore, since now I'm hearing of her name, I think this was a test to get... She's been wanting to get her ass and her face out into the public since this writer's strike has happened and find a way to cross the line without crossing the line. So I think mm-hmm. they were all on this together to say we need people need to pay attention to us. Right. How do we do it without offending this strike?
0: Yeah. Well, Bon Joey didn't. He doesn't apply to this, but everybody else right. is in the business. So yeah. yeah. Well, who
3: ha- Who has no integrity? Howard mm-hmm. Stern.
0: <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> who doesn't care about unions?
3: Yeah. Who hates their workers <laughs> yeah, more than more, anyone else? More than
0: anyone else. <laughs> Fuck.
3: This is so fucking um, great.
2: Yeah. Chris Henchy was here. Chris Abbott was here, who was staying with the Downies. He's an actor. I love him. Was it South Park? They
0: had the Film Actors Guild? <laughs> the acronym? <laughs>
2: <laughs> love it. and of course my wife and that's a pretty good dinner party and it would I, and I so now I ended up dragging everyone down to my basement
4: <sighs>
2: and that's how it came about but then I went to bed that night thinking this is a horrible thing I did because my guests probably think I've had this all planned out but I did not but I have to admit Team Sirius really came through because I was able to broadcast just like that the thing wouldn't have happened if we hadn't set up an immediate broadcast. Right. You follow what it I'm saying? It was
4: awesome. It was awesome. I'm sorry.
3: It was so- Now a part of me wonders if they said, "Hey, Howard, get serious to hook up your uh place so that we can record live because we need a lot of attention and we're not getting it. Uh can we come over for dinner and do Hey, remember us broadcast?"
0: <laughs> like the kids going to the one guy's house who has the atari
3: yeah everybody's grounded but you yeah for so real cool. yeah so surprised i'm sitting here like listening to it and all of a sudden, boom this comes on i looked
4: at my friend i was like is this really happening right now i'm not even I joking. doing i was it. like i was floored man it was awesome
2: i love doing very, it. very cool and uh it was kind of fun. I, you know, but then like you know, I disapproved of a lot of people's songs
0: that they picked. I didn't say Me
4: too, either. me too.
0: But I love yeah, Brooke but, Shield songs. Not everyone picked Bat Dance, so fuck them.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one where he's like uh made me cry? I forgot that one where he's like, I cried.
0: Oh, well, there was collective soul, I think it was called Heavy.
3: Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. It takes me to a dark place. <laughs>
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I liked that. I hadn't heard that song in so long, I've been listening to it since actually. It's like in the playlist
2: now. Yeah, Brooke Shields, uh, uh, played, um,
5: I'm trying to remember
4: right now, and I like. i'll
5: I tell was, you like, what was.
4: it right
2: was. Give me a second, I gotta think. I got the song, know, me oh, so. Send me a letter, and it's called The Letter. The Letter, Lonely Days are gone
5: wrote me a letter.
3: It was a fun yeah. one, man. Oh time. wow! I was surprised i have Bon
0: Jovi's pick. This is fucking riveting, guys. Are you are you like clasped to the radio right now?
3: Don't you want to listen to the show? Nan the letter.
0: God bless you, Mikey. God, God bless you, Mikey Rex. I reposted the whole Cheers theme song clip that he did with, Howard going that <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> it's,
4: uh, he made it, it sounds... a new <laughs> going, intro
0: sorry. no he made it the whole cheers intro just doing da, 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 <laughs> with the graphics from the intro to cheers
3: <laughs> it's so great
0: it
4: is
3: he sounded like that you know when the ice cream truck goes by <laughs> 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 uh,
0: christ almighty Eagles. Like, uh, yeah, I like the Eagles. You didn't
5: like the Eagles? Oh. I do. I do like the Eagles. I was just like, man. Eh,
0: How do you feel about this? It was all good.
5: Kids? I still dug oh. it. I mean, I listened
2: to
4: it a couple of times like that broadcast. It was very cool, man. I just wanted to thank you. It was very cool. Cool surprise.
2: Funniest guy was Brooke Shields' husband singing um, the Bronski beat.
0: Very funny.
3: Ah. <laughs> oh, wow. The Bronski <laughs> beat.
0: <laughs> I love It's just Brooke Shields' husband. We don't remember his fucking name.
3: Brooke Shields, could you imagine if it's Howard Stern's wife, how pissed he would get?
2: Oh, fuck yeah. With him singing it. It looks so funny because you can't hear the music. So he's just singing and then. Uh,
5: oh, he's singing. It's like acapella because you can't hear the music.
2: And Jimmy Fallon did Rage Against the Machine, you know, mm-hmm. and he's
0: screaming at, boy, you know. I got to tell you, that guy, he he picked rage against the machine because every day when he's drunk, he's he's having an argument with his fax machine, with his printer. He's screaming like he's having conversations with the blender. Uh, That guy's that guy's fucked. I don't know if there's any more updates on Jimmy Fallon. I know he's put out this this bullshit apology, but um, since he's he's also not on, isn't he?
3: No, none of them are because of the writer yeah. strike.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm just. But some of them, I, I remember when Ellen, there was a writer strike, and she said, "I'm going to go out and sit out here with the audience, and that's my. I'm lending my support to the writers because you know I'm I'm not doing this with writers and all this bullshit. And I'm like, real solidarity. You just get off the fucking air and pay your writers while they're on strike with your millions.
3: With Ellen, that's yeah. not happening.
0: <laughs>
2: no, no fucking way. He is a fucking powerhouse talent, Jimmy Fallon motherfucker yeah. when he does a bit man he commits i mean he just was singing his heart out and i was like man this guy knows how to do it he just Fucking doesn't athlete, give right. two he doesn't give two fucks
3: yeah we know same yeah. with robert downey Runley. jr he
2: goes in he go, that's why he's a good actor
0: he goes all in Yeah. and the next clip guys is called Bowie lying about the number of shows
2: well, our countdown to the next summer break begins.
0: How many more shows till
2: we have another summer break?
5: Oh, God, I have to go to my calculator. I don't know.
0: <laughs> no. we'll know. I Where's that,
3: 111? Robin? <laughs> oh,
0: hold on. Nice. Somebody <laughs> hold on. on. No. We'll
1: need to know. I think it's 111.
0: <laughs> 111. You don't even do like 80 a year anymore.
3: That's so bad. It's unbelievable.
0: I mean, is he counting wait, wait. like wrap up shows? I don't even think it's over 100 at that point.
3: Just get off the air yeah what oh, is this contract geez, over?
0: over very there. good and then yeah. and this last one is called wig reads better help ad it's a therapy do you know better have you heard these before yeah yeah, so it's a it's a it's a pre-recorded live read. It's not a live read. It's him having to record this because there's no way he did this on the fly. He fucks up every fucking ad. I mean, Matt was wine and total wine and more. Oh, that <laughs> was so. Right. F- we
3: were crying when that happened, and oh. nobody could even ad lib for a second. They had no. to bring in Bowie, who did a worse job, but mm-hmm. that's the best they could get. And eh, total wine. <laughs> so he was a- in the
0: studio for this one. We're oh.
2: Our sponsor, BetterHelp, wants you to imagine you're looking at a scale with everything you do for other people on one side and everything you do for yourself on the other side. If that scale isn't balanced, maybe it's time to spend a little more time on you. BetterHelp says therapy is a great way to make sure you
0: make the time for yourself. <laughs> We're going to put this rock beat right behind him. <laughs> what is this
3: voice? what is this ad reading voice he's it's a
0: it's a completely different mic than what he uses so he went in some fucking actual studio to cut this guaranteed
3: it sounds like the old days when he was trying to sound professional yeah it's very crazy
0: yeah
2: they offer convenient online therapy on your schedule They say it's the same professional service you would get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want by chat, by phone, by video call. Plus, getting started is easy. Just go to their site, fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist. It's that simple.
0: If you don't find the right match the first time, you can switch therapists anytime. for no. be funny if you, you got onto the Zoom with the therapist and this music was in the background.
4: It's so
3: weird. <laughs> but, uh,
0: you could. Uh,
3: I mean, how much would your vocal cords hurt if you were trying to talk like that?
0: Yeah. <clears throat> guys, we're into September 6th, but we're actually going to play some of the Robin clips. I don't know that we're going to play all of them because uh, there's so much of them. But um, I, I found it kind of fascinating, and I think you guys will, too. Yeah. Even though
1: our guest has somehow and sometimes in the past had a reputation for being late, this was all our fault we all late because of us <laughs> not because of our guest.
0: it's always your fault Bowie. i don't know what you're talking about
1: the they did it to make me feel today. comfortable i think <laughs> ladies and gentlemen robin
7: quivers is joining us today hello robin how are you thank you for joining us today
5: well it's my pleasure to be here uh this is very exciting i've never been asked to be a guest on the show <laughs> well
1: you have no idea the meetings of what we are going to ask you about and people were lining up yesterday with questions because Listen, yes. people don't get to talk to you directly on the show without Howard being there. So this this is uh, get ready for people to want to know who Robin Quivers is.
7: So this is
0: a, that the reason why I really wanted to cover some of this is because we like we said before, you don't hear from her almost you wouldn't even know she was on the show sometimes.
3: Yeah, but imagine that meeting the questions that were flying around that were turned down like no Jim Florentine no
0: right. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's ancient history now, but I mean, like what, and the only, the best stuff is really what she, um, what she sort of betrays herself. And the other thing is, so you say pitched it to her as something to do as an extra, as an add-on, I suppose. And do you think because she was so starved, she said, yeah, sure.
4: I,
3: I'm not sure what the, I'm not sure how the angle went, but I, I would be like, oh yeah, let's ask about what it was like in that hospital room with Artie.
0: Yeah. Big time. <laughs> this next clip is called more fasting bullshit.
7: The, the show is on a break, so for you, that means you have a lot of free time. What what have you been doing? What have you been doing in the last couple of weeks since, I mean, your routine's got to change up a little bit. What's uh, Summer Break Robin Quiver's day-to-day life like right now?
5: Well, first of all, you start to lose track of the days because you don't have those work days anchoring your week to tell you where you are. Yeah. So I've been – I showed up for a meeting a day early yesterday. <laughs> Because I didn't know what day it
4: was. (laughs) So you do,
5: you get this, you know, you're sort of floating around and it's really nice to be able to, you know, not have a lot of plans, you know, because a lot of times you might want to fill all the time up with plans
0: so you have something to do i i know what that's like when you're on the actual vacation especially on location somewhere else that you've never been and you do lose track of time if you have like a a big chunk of a week or two weeks or something like that you stop looking at the clock you stop looking at you know the calendar because you know you're in a different mode
3: yeah i guess though it does sound like not a lot of people are asking robin to hang out because she's saying oh because we fill it up with plans and It sounds like she doesn't have plans for anything.
0: No, she doesn't. And she'll get into that.
5: But it's really nice to wake up and say, what do I want to do with this day? So that's been happening a lot. I've also been on my uh, health journey (laughs) that has been talked about a few times on the show. So I'm coming off of a seven day fast. You're getting me uh, day one of refeeding. So, so what uh, did you? So what was it?
0: I, I don't know what this entails, guys. She's going to talk about it, but a seven day fast at her age and and the weight she's at. I don't know. I, Jesus Christ! She seven could say days.
3: anything at this point, and I'd never be surprised about. But it also, what she it, also does.
0: it also could be bullshit.
3: Honestly, whatever she says about her health or what she does for it, I don't know what to make of it anymore. There's so much. Hmm.
1: First thing you ate after the fast, the seven-day fast.
3: Well, you know, see, that's the imagination
5: that you might go pig out on something. No, yeah. I had. What did I have? I had some macadamia nuts and some olives.
1: You're crazy. You're not. Right.
5: But <laughs> <laughs> well, Robin, you did. It didn't was, so? you know, it was just the end of the evening. I didn't want to eat yeah. a lot of food, so I just wanted to. You know, soothe my hunger, and and that's all it took after you haven't eaten for a. Next days. clip,
1: guys,
0: is called "Riveting Rashan."
1: Well, you said you you know you wake up, and I want to start with even that because when we're in, when we're in show mode, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesdays, what time do you get up?
5: Oh, uh, on show mode, show mode, I yeah. get up at five.
1: Okay. okay, and were you able to switch that? Like, do you still get up at five and go back to bed, or do you get up at five? How are you, how are you I doing
5: never that? get up at five if I don't have to. <laughs> yeah. That is not happening without an alarm.
0: If they're on at seven, why does she need to be up two fucking hours in advance? And they don't do anything except by textbook.
3: I have no idea. And it's not like she's doing Monday through Friday, which is the other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure plenty of people would be fine at waking up at five, three days a week.
0: No kidding.
5: <laughs> so... But I do wake up probably at around 6.30, so I could still make the show even if I didn't have an alarm clock.
7: See, okay. that's impressive huh? because when I, when I get into a routine of waking up at a certain time every day, even when I don't have to, my body just automatically wakes me up. I'll, I'll wake up and I look at my, my phone. And it's like, hey, it's, it's the same time you would have woken up if, had we set the alarm. So it's right. actually impressive that you're able to sleep later. If you don't have that alarm going off to wake you up.
5: Well, I guess I'm also used to doing it, you know, four days out of the week. You
0: know,
7: because <laughs> what happened I, to five?
3: <laughs> it's three now. What is she talking about?
0: Unless she's talking about the whole, like when she's off, like the, the, uh, the days she's off, which is four, absolutely. Um, but the thing is, and and I get like that. My dad was like that after he retired, he was still waking up at six, no alarm And eventually he got out of that Eventually it was like 7.30 Something like that He did have a routine that he couldn't get out of But his body clock was like that I'm the same way
3: I'm not, I could sleep forever
0: I do
5: switch on and off Even when we are working I won't get up at the same time When I'm on Thursday
7: or Friday Yeah
0: And the next one is called Robin's Babysitting and Health Tips
7: Yeah Um, You know, so what's What's the first thing you're doing when you get up? You you get up in the morning and and walk us through your day a little bit if you don't mind. I have so
5: many routines. I told you, I'm on this health journey. So everything I do has to do, you know, I I was thinking about it a while about, you know, I started this in March and it really Mm -hmm. occurred to me that, you know, I am 10 years past that awful diagnosis. And for that entire 10 years, I really haven't felt like a well person, Mm. you know, I've been post cancer person and always thinking of myself as that. And so I finally said, wait a minute, you know, uh, if I ever write another book, it's going to be called the last diagnosis. Because (laughs) this woman I went to after my wrist blew up a few months ago, That was in March. And she started describing my life now that I had rheumatoid arthritis. And So we've never
0: heard that. Like, that's something we would have heard. We would have enjoyed hearing on the show. Not enjoyed hearing like her out of her, you know, calamity. But like, that's something that, you know, if they cared about their listeners, they give a little information like this.
3: Well, it's incredible that that just ceases to exist. The part where I think it would help a lot of post-cancer people to hear that Mm -hmm. I have felt not well for 10 years because I still think of myself as just recovering from cancer every day. And Mm -hmm. I'm constantly in this post position where I can't move on from this mental space of feeling like I just recovered from cancer and it's been 10 years, but you still have that mentality. I think that would... I think a lot of people would resonate with that and how to get yourself back to feeling like a well person. And it would also be interesting at her age to, under, to help people understand that you do have these things like rheumatoid arthritis or other things that happen as you get older. But we just keep pretending like they're the same age as they were when this radio show started because Wiggy's such an insecure dork and can't allow for any truth
0: yeah anything real i mean they just i mean she's 10 years after the diagnosis her diagnosis which was treated the same way beth was it was completely ignored for the first year and something while she was off the show
3: i think the most interesting thing we've heard recently was beth almost being diagnosed with diabetes or whatever mm-hmm. and yeah
0: pre-diabetes
3: right but that's I think the realness is something that is what we used to love about the show. The fact it doesn't exist anymore is why we hate the show. So I, I although I think it's boring hearing about her health journey sure. and the way she's trying to frame it, like with these fasts yeah. Yeah. and all this other bullshit, I do appreciate her mental, her mental space
0: well as as some qfers might know and most might know my wife also battled cancer successfully mm-hmm. and um she's she thinks of herself as a work in progress like she's, she, she's mrs fillmore or mrs fix 2.0 kind of thing and she's doing phenomenal and she like she never stopped a day of work while she was while she was undergoing any like she's it's, it's incredible she had a stroke then 8 weeks after the stroke it was supposed to have been 12 before she did surgery she had surgery to take out the cancer then she um like did chemo after a certain amount of time, and then literally 36 hours after her first chemo, she was teaching. And I, yeah, and most, it was you know,
3: so, it was so n- nice to hear when she was not nice. That's the wrong word. I, I think it was important. And mm-hmm. when she was, you know, for us, when we would sign on, she would always show me her hair growth yeah. or look at this, or I'm feeling this way today, or that way today. And just the journey that she, to feel that where she could sleep comfortably or yes. feel comfortable and what clothes bothered her, uh, what, um, everything about that whole journey I think is so important to talk about. And it's interesting as well.
0: Yeah. And big be, being going to work helped her. And I don't mean to make this about a personal blah, 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 but, but the, with, with Robin, I think I agree with Sam. It would be a better radio or better podcasting if they were allowed to be totally free about stuff the that's why the only stuff the stuff we try to break down especially are obviously fuck-ups on the show but also there's rare rare times where the mask slips the npd mask or beth comes in and we're going to cover that with the next set with this one and the next one um that we don't get to hear anymore
3: right wouldn't it give you something to like for example when she would come in and talk about her insecurities about her hair or something. And then all of a sudden she has this mess of curls. It gives you something to root for. You're, you're, you're happy for this story, for this going forward. You're rooting for this person to Mm -hmm. get better and look at the signs they're getting better. For example, if Beth came on every day and talked about the struggle with dealing with Howard every day and how that's mentally, it's mental anguish and how it affects her health. I would be there all the time. And if Robin talked about this battle with her own body and how she's feeling mentally, it would actually make her a sympathetic character, an empathetic character. But instead, she never gives that. So nobody cares.
0: But do you hear when, when you hear this stuff, these audio clips, don't you also feel like they still have to tread water around King Baby? They have to tip like be on their tippy toes so they don't say anything overly negative.
3: Well, I think they're very trepidatious in this in this segment right here because she's getting real, but mm-hmm. they're asking about her day, and I don't think they were expecting to hear such personal anecdotes about her health. No so way. So now they're treading a water that they weren't ready for, and mm-hmm. it's kind of fascinating to watch how they're going to maneuver this.
0: Yep.
5: You know, I was going to, you know, possibly wind up in a wheelchair with none of my joints working. I said, that's it. I am tired of diagnoses. There must be something you can do. And, you know, that's where I find myself now on this journey of restoring my health. Because after you've been through something like that and you don't do anything but take medications and get more diagnoses and get more medication, you wind up in this syndrome. And, you know, your body just gets... Worse and worse. And uh, I just said, no, I know that this doesn't have to happen to you. Uh, I can do something about this. I can at the very least make myself healthier.
0: Yes. And and I'd like to be able to mock this, but I know what she's talking about because you have to have a like sort of a positive mental attitude. But there's some things on the other hand, there's still a little of that holistic bullshit thinking like and narcissism thinking like, oh, I can get past some things you can't get past you, but you do have to deal with them.
3: But a lot of foods and junk that you eat and these ingredients that are put into most of our foods in America, especially, are garbage. And so if you cleanse yourself out, you mm-hmm. give that... If Now I understand what she's saying. She's giving herself a cleanse because she wants to start from zero and put actual food into her body and not whatever she was doing because it's probably causing her you are what you eat type of thing.
0: Oh yeah. But I guarantee she's not being honest about how she was abusing her body this whole time and eating shitty foods and stuff, because that's always been her, her, her demon.
3: Well, I think that's kind of the admission here. Not saying it, not saying it outright. Right. Yeah, But she's saying, I didn't care about my health. I, I was just taking medicine, thinking that was going to help me. But she's taking medicine while probably eating a Philly cheesesteak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. So now she's saying, this is half of my fault, too. Yeah. And I need, and the medicines aren't doing it anymore. Now I have a wrist that's blown up. I can't, I'm going to be in a wheelchair. I have to change.
0: Don't, but the way I'm hearing it, it just feels like you're 71 or something, like 71 years old. Just fucking retire.
3: The other part, too, don't you think it's bizarre that she's giving us this line? Didn't she already figure this out like before even the cancer? Wasn't that what her whole original health (laughs) journey was about? She wrote a whole book about it.
0: Of course it was. And then we watched
3: watched her chop green shit in front of kids.
0: Yeah, Mima. And then whatever the fuck that other one Olivia's Kitchen kitchen or Sylvia's kitchen. Yeah. Fuck it. And, and then and then um, watching that guy on educating Rob and just watching that chef, the guy who put her, her recipes together for a book, watching him in the kitchen, that video. Remember the one I posted on yes. Facebook? Oh, my Lord. We are going to cover that at some point or some sections of it. But
3: but the point is, does yeah. it, she already knew this? This isn't some revelation. She had that revelation. uh, over a decade ago so what the fuck is she talking about i i could i figured that i had to take control of my health and i could do this and i so this is the same line that you gave us years ago when you thought you were going to be the next oprah so what the fuck
0: roller coaster robin just kind of going through every old cycles all over again it's everything cyclical and that's what
5: i started so every day starts with rituals the first ritual is to get up, uh, I have this tea I have to drink before I, and I have to have it in my system for 30 minutes before I can do anything else, so I drink that and then I go back and meditate and I learned to do Reiki when I first got cancer. And so now I'm back to giving myself reiki every day. I
0: looked up reiki and I I'm sorry Kayla I know you do reiki and stuff and you are, have done it and stuff. I it's to me it's just it's absolute hogwash bullshit like you lay the laying on of hands and stuff. Not to say that a massage or massage therapy or physiotherapy isn't beneficial, but the reiki stuff I've never I've never bought.
3: I don't know. I know two people who went to go do this and they said it's like the most amazing feeling it's like euphoric,
4: mm-hmm.
3: but I've never done it. So I don't know. I mean, this yeah. is something I can't comment on cause I don't know, but I, I do know. know two people who did it and said, it's absolutely like mind-blowingly amazing. So <laughs> I don't know.
0: No, I don't know. Maybe get a hand job at the end of it. But I, I don't know. The only thing I was thinking of was like acupuncture, right? I've he- I've heard people talk very well about acupuncture and getting but but only getting temporary relief as a result of it
3: I guess like I wouldn't dismiss something just because it's not modern or it's just not I I won't be dismissive of it just because I mean there's a lot of things that people knew back then that we've just kind of stopped knowing when it comes to herbs or plants or cures or,
0: well, I, I you know just what I'm saying? I know, but I still don't, I still don't think it's it like, there's, I think there's a middle ground somewhere where you go through modern medicine and decide maybe there's some aspects of, you know, the, 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 uh, the sort of holistic stuff that, that have their benefits. But some people I think go with, let's do the Mr. Miyagi, slap your hands together, rub it together. And all of a sudden your, your broken neck will, re- you know, recover itself. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Anyway, mm-hmm. if it works for her, great. It makes her feel better, but um, yeah, I don't know how you, I don't know how you give yourself Reiki. You're supposed to go to a a a practitioner.
3: Yeah, I didn't. I caught that. I I'm not sure how Robin is suddenly <laughs> remastering Reiki on herself. <laughs> Do you think it's just her spending like a day in bed with a dildo?
0: <laughs> Probably and friendly <laughs> <laughs> Ben and Jerry. And uh, Ricky -uh. Ricky is what she calls the dildo.
3: I'm I'm doing stop. I can't talk. I'm doing Ricky's.
5: (laughs) I might do some exercise or go outside for a walk or sit in the grass or go to the beach or, you know, whatever I do to get out and get some sun, move around a bit. And and then it's time to eat my first meal of the day because I usually am either on a two-meal-a-day regimen or a one-meal-a-day regimen. So it just
3: depends. I, I like how she's – and this is how we know she's been pretty uh, not moving around is when you say, I plan in my day to move around. This is how you know it's been a problematic 10 years for oh, yeah. her of being – laying around, not moving around, not going and walking, not doing something to move her body. You could tell that's been cut out of her life when you say something like, I have to take part of my day and move around. That's somebody who's not Give doing it. shit.
0: Well, that's what I think. Yeah, And, and the fact is, uh, if she was honest about having maybe neuropathy and having all kinds of pain as a result of the chemo and stuff, and then having to be on meds, and then the meds making you lethargic and not wanting to do these things, all good, like all, all compre- extremely comprehensible, but she's not saying that she's only giving us bits and pieces over the years. And now this comes out. And then what do you do? What, you know, if you went to a doctor and said only one of the 10 things that were wrong with you, you wouldn't get a proper diagnosis.
3: Right. Right. I so. think, um, I think, you know, my dad's retired and my mom, when, when he becomes like a just watching TV basically milling around the house, not doing anything, eating, cooking, not doing shit. His health is falling apart. He, and he starts getting back into a routine of walking or biking every day or going to the gym. Something. She'll say, dad's moving around today. He's doing. Mm-hmm. So this is how I feel when I'm hearing this, like, Oh, so you're really not doing fucking shit.
0: No, I don't believe she ever was. I don't think, I don't think she was. And I mean, again, it's not to shit on the the per the cancer, the recovering cancer patient. It's look at her in the videos. If you look at her in any normal Howard TV in the last ten years, she just she ballooned up to the book promotion weight, and then has been fluctuating, at, but, but vastly overweight for a long time since. And
3: I, th- and I really think Howard, not going back to the studio contributed to this, uh, just sluggish, not Seden- doing anything because you don't have to get up to go to work. There's something lifestyle. about, yeah, if you don't have to get up and go anywhere in Robin's case, I don't think she will. And she no. didn't, and that's no. obvious that she didn't.
4: That's right.
1: I want to ask you now that you've um, gone on this journey to what it sounds like to reclaim your health. Right? Are there any goals that you have? Like, are you working towards a goal? Like, will I see you in another marathon? I, I doubt that. But, <laughs> Heck or, or, no! I'm never. I think the marathon
5: was what killed me.
1: <laughs> but, but is there something that you're like working towards, and you're like you're like saying like, hey, I'm getting healthy again, and I want to do this thing that I didn't think I was going to be able to do when I got the diagnosis.
5: I actually, all I think about Gary is being the person I was before. You know, I think about, you know, the way I used to live my life. You know, I traveled a lot and, you know, I also had people to my house all the time. And when people came here with kids, those kids would be falling asleep in their dinner plate
0: because
3: I wore them out.
0: (laughs) I, I believe it. Yeah. Just by nonstop fucking chatter. Um, but,
3: uh, I can't picture Robin with children.
0: No. And having guests with like, I can actually, if someone brought their kids over, I think she'd be okay. Like for a visit. I I, I think for a short time with she them. could put up with it with them. Yeah. But not, not like a, having them. A, not having a little sister there.
3: I can't picture Robin alone with children other than to, it would be, you know, this narcissistic onslaught. I'm sure she'd have activities planned for the day if they didn't react to the activities the way she thought it would it would end up bad for them
4: and
0: oh, yeah. she'd
3: be pissed oh, yes. and then it would be a horrible end of the day and then she'd want to be done with it
0: i mean she took the little sister to disneyland or disney world and then the, she got pissed off when the little sister said you talk too much
3: yeah yes. right
0: and then that was the big thing like, it was all about you i got pissed off so fuck her
3: she doesn't like listening to people. I mean, we all saw that at Sally Jesse. Hey, all give your time. opinion. Now, let me shout you down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that look.
5: And there that was sure. my favorite thing to do, you know, to just get them so busy and, you know, outside for the whole entire day, running around, doing whatever.
3: I will say, I do, and I'm not going to shit on her for this. I think that's great. If she's getting kids outside, Being active and kids have this great way, especially like when I worked at a daycare, you feel more your body, your mind, everything when you're with kids feels younger and more free, more fun. And it's a good feeling. I think being around kids is good for your mental health. And I enjoy it personally. I love being around kids, not even just mine. I love kids. I've always loved kids. So for Robin, I think that this would be a good thing. She should have kept up with that if she knew that that was something that was beneficial
0: Well, if you've ever seen those videos online, like a YouTube where they have um, old retirement homes and they have a bunch of like kindergarten students visiting and asking questions and stuff like and having them interact. And you see that the old people like in the homes, the ones that are the more mobile ones, and they interview them and say, what do you think about this? They say it's fantastic. Uh, It it gives us a little bit of sense of purpose. It reminds us of when we were younger and stuff. And Because you do regress as you get older and you feel more like a kid because everybody has to do things for you.
3: We used to, for uh, when I was in elementary school, we had to go to a nursing home, mm-hmm. and we would go every week, and we would have a specific senior that we would have, and then at we would have to interview them by the end and write a paper about their life. Mm-hmm. So they just loved it. Some people were never visited, so yeah. they would enjoy the visits so much. And then okay. at the end, we had to do like a Christmas... Um, a Christmas song and something perform something for them, but they mm-hmm. just absolutely. And then we wrote the papers about them, gave them the papers and mm-hmm. they loved it.
0: Oh, that sounds great. And, and that I, would make, I, I, that I would wish more
3: children did that in schools. I think it's important Yeah, <laughs> to give back
5: uh, the clock that evening. They couldn't even keep their eyes open.
1: So I can, uh, I can testify to this because Robin had my family at her house once when she wasn't there. And there were a team of people, <laughs> who were like hey, there was a guy giving my kids surf lessons and there was another I think it was the same guy was taking them out in the jet ski and you're absolutely right like those kids had you know you keep those kids busy
5: <laughs> and that I, you know it was an absolute joy for me to see that happening and to be a part of it and yeah. that hasn't been happening for the last 10 years I'm I'm sitting around watching people do things. Right now, Captain Dennis has hidden the keys to the boat. I can't even go out on the boat on my own. They won't let me do anything.
1: Why can't you take your boat out?
5: Well, it's a bigger boat than it was, not the biggest, biggest, but we, you know, the jet boat was the one I could always handle, and we got a bigger jet boat. And, you know, he's seen me sitting around here, not able to do anything. And so he's like, keep those, keys away from her, because if she knows where those (laughs) keys are, she might go out on her own and we'll <laughs> never see her again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, well, she's extremely immunocompromised and health compromised in so many ways. I bet she's even got like the dropsies. I bet she's, you know, like she's, uh, you know, got maybe the neuropathy is having her press things that she shouldn't be and dropping things. Like if you're if you're cooking, if you're trying to do like prep work for a meal and you got a knife in your hand, and suddenly you get that neuropathy. You don't feel that you've just cut through your fucking finger. It's dangerous as fuck. And for the boat, like god of course you keep her away from cars everything
3: well of course this sounds i mean she's a little young to be having this conversation but you know my rick's mom's 91 and you know a few years ago we had to be like okay uh let's pretend that we're fixing her car and then just say that's enough we're yeah. not getting them the car
0: yeah <laughs> next clip is called king baby bitches to robin once a week
7: and how often do you guys uh, speak to each other
5: Usually about once a week when, you know, when we're on vacation, you know, I talk, I talk to him every day, practically when we're on the air, but yeah, yeah, about once a week.
0: And I guarantee it's him calling her, uh, or actually if it's once a week, it might just be her calling him. That's a tough one. Like her checking in and him not giving a fuck. That's why it's got to be her all the time. We've heard of him saying over the years i've tried to get a hold of you and you wouldn't answer and da, 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 when he had a bitching problem so it sounds like unless he's got something to bitch about which he often does and there's no beth his alternate is robin and if she won't answer it means she knows what's coming so it's got to be her calling him
3: i think it's her calling him
7: yeah next one anxiety olympic starting line not too long ago, you were talking about getting back to your old life, how you used to travel a lot. With having the summer off, do you have any major travel plans? Any bucket list items you, that you uh, plan to I, check I off your list? I hate the bucket
5: list term. Okay. Because you know bucket it's the it refers to kicking sounds like the the end
7: right yeah (laughs) Yeah.
5: (laughs) like i i just want to do things i don't want to have a bucket list where oh once i get to the end of this list i can drop dead uh i have a trip planned and it's going to include two destinations and i'm going with some friends and so yeah that's coming up toward the the uh end of july beginning of october uh, of august so so Robin, yeah, that, i have that, that the and then when... there is conversation about a much bigger trip maybe around
0: the christmas vacation so, and i don't to you you have a serious so you would know but i've looked through the things i haven't seen i haven't heard anything about her trips so far
3: no i haven't either
0: and but normally, he doesn't
3: talk to her
0: well that's it no no one would no one would the back in the day we first thing they talk about it, where'd you go what would you do?
3: That doesn't
1: happen.
0: Nope, not anymore.
1: So, Robin, oh, nice. that begs the question that, you know, when you spoke to Howard, did you mention that you were leaving your little compound <laughs> and how did he react?
5: Yeah, he knows about it and, you know, he's being okay with it. You know, we did talk about uh, re-entry anxiety. That's what I'm calling it. You know, yeah. when you've been locked down for so long and and not doing anything and not going anywhere i find that every time i go somewhere even for a dinner outside or you know to that wedding i went to you're like these people are breathing on me
0: and i'm not going to get into the COVID argument guys the bottom line is now at this point in my life a long time now since at least the beginning of the year roughly march or earlier on People stopped wearing masks. People have been going around. Now I I think I can spot one in two, maybe two in 200 people who are wearing masks.
3: I am not. I've been over it forever. So to me, this is just the the anxiety of it is your own mental illness at this point, I think.
0: Well, I think it's all Howard related. Oh, of course it is. It's literally, I've got that on the mind. Like, what's he going to fucking do if I do this, whatever. And that's no way to be.
3: I think it's sad that somebody who has acquired so much wealth and has so much of her life that is free time, to think of, I I would, if I wasn't a working stiff and didn't have to work every day, Mm -hmm. the things you would cross off your bucket list. I mean, imagine the privilege to be able to just do that. And she is suffering from anxiety to not cross those things off her list. That's sad
0: it is very sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's
5: what it is. <laughs> you know, like I'm not used to that. You know, I haven't been around, you know, people take, you know, stay 12 feet away from me, um, for the most part. And so it is like, uh, Robin, you're going to be okay. Sit here. It'll be fine. But, um, yeah, flying and all yeah, deal. This'll be first time on a plane
0: just odd
3: i'm shocked by this
0: yeah because it makes it it, like if this was the beginning of the year i would understand or the end of last year i would understand but she's so isolated all the time maybe that's it maybe it's like in your mind you're still in some place that was back in the recent past
3: I don't know. And if you're going to worry about flying, just ask Howard to borrow one of his fucking aircrafts and go.
0: (laughs) No kidding. Uh, Next, we're going to play two more clips, guys. Bowie fighting a long overdue battle.
1: Well, I I do. I do want to ask, you know, we are here to celebrate you today, Robin, but I do have one because you because you opened the door. I have one minor bone to pick with you. you when I was talking about my covid. Right. It was. Oh, a Wednesday. come on. I wasn't you know, doing what you were doing. I hold see on. those tweets. <laughs> hold on. It was a Wednesday. Right. And you tore me up knowing that on Saturday <laughs> you were going to a wedding.
0: Yeah. And I mean, she's going to argue, well, no, but you went, you went to a place that you don't know who was vaccinated. You don't know who was, you know,
4: contested
3: tested doesn't...
0: positive and she's either way, big crowd, big crowd.
3: Either way, the vaccine doesn't prevent transmission, so no. who cares?
0: Right. It's she's for say, your
3: protection.
0: And she's going to say, oh, the people at the wedding were tested. How do you know they were tested? How do you know for a fact they were tested? Who gives you a don't,
3: fuck? don't. Right. And either way, again, we know the facts. We know the risks. We know if you don't have a certain amount of comorbidities, mm-hmm. if you're a cer- not a certain age, If you've had it before, you have antibodies. If you've been vaccinated, you're not probably going to get hospitalized. So who gives a fuck?
0: Right. Everybody's. But I had
3: my
5: rationale. Like you can't, you don't, you can't account for everybody at a concert. This is not your
3: job. Again, though, this is not your what your vaccine or whatever you're going to do. You have to personally protect yourself the best way you can. You have to live life. Yeah. The end.
0: Yep.
3: Where everybody
5: was
1: at least tested. That was the point. Well, and the there were two. At the Death concert, everyone had been tested. Or, or had been vaccinated. <laughs> vaccinated.
5: Vaccinated <laughs> you know, you know, is not you know,
0: tested. My, my point <laughs> <didn't> <laughs> Boy, he Losing a fucking battle. He shouldn't be in. Wait,
3: this is the another argument if you're saying okay well if everybody had to show their vaccine card at the time for the deaf Leppard concert which i think is ridiculous and it's yeah. own, but okay they made them do that fine whatever and now she wants them all to be tested i mean wh- where do you want to live in auschwitz like what are you talking about this is this is insane i mean how much protection and by the way what is that doing for you? I mean, you did all these things for yourself to get protected. So why are you worried about other people? You're protected, aren't you?
0: Yeah. Well, that's the whole point. If you think you are, then don't worry about it. Or if you're that, um, uh, like worried about it, then don't go out to the concert. Don't go to the wedding.
3: And, and the nerve of her to put that on him when she's prepared to go do something herself is even more.
0: Yeah. She needed she, to shut he, the fuck up, but she instead she piled on.
3: And she's still defending
1: this. Yep. My point Ugh. is, and we won't do it, point is, every everyone, when we talk about this, everyone seems to have their own line and their own rationale for what they do.
5: Well, I had a, a, a meeting with someone and uh, I said to him, uh, at this point, it's not avoiding COVID at all costs. It's deciding who you want to catch it from.
7: Yeah, pretty much. That yeah.
0: makes no sense.
3: Oh, so it would be fine if you caught it from what? Brooke Shields, but not fine <laughs> if you caught it from Ted in the subway. I mean,
0: yeah, just nonsense. And the next, no- it's stupid. The next clip is called Robin on Wiki's future is a bullshit germaphobe.
7: You think Howard's ever going to get to the point where he's going to be comfortable leaving the house? I know right before the show went on break. There was a conversation about you going to the wedding and Beth having lunch with a friend, uh, and Howard was not excited about that. Do you think he gets to the point where he's ready to step outside and be a little bit more social? Uh, yeah, when
0: they're famous enough, he'll socialize. Ronnie's wedding, see ya.
3: Yeah, for sure. If, it's, if it has anything to do with helping celebrities get through the writer's strike, right on. Right. Uh, no,
5: I don't think, um, like I said, unless there's more assurances and, and these waves of COVID become more like waves of the flu where, yeah. you they know, are you at this,
0: yeah. at this point, they kind of are. And then the truth is, no, I don't think they're, are. they're not even, they're not even testing really much anymore.
3: They are like waves of the flu. They're actually more survivable than the flu at this point.
0: At this point, absolutely. And then she did this, and incidentally, guys, she recorded this probably in June. I'm going to say June or July, early July and um or or the end of june sometime that's why it seems a little bit um anachronistic this whole clip but um that we didn't i didn't even know this existed it didn't show up on mark's friggin i asked james t about it. he's like yeah no this this showed up but there was no coverage of it so uh i thought it was good to go through um this last one is going to be called um uh robin's lone visitor
1: oh do you still still are you what you say you can control what you can control so, are you allowing visitors to at least come and see you, or are you still keeping? I had the quiet one at home? visitor
7: so far. One. Wow.
1: <laughs> but wow. I am supposed
5: to have some visitors around my birthday. And what's the um?
1: What's the protocol for a visitor to be able to? do I have be no idea. Game?
5: I have. I haven't really thought about it. It's far enough away that I'm not really. I didn't. Uh, the first visitor. I didn't say. You know, I need you to get a test or anything like that. We just, you know, had a visit. Once you've you th-
0: decided you're going to go do it, you do it. That's essentially it. But the other thing is, what? <laughs> that's sad. This one person in all this mansion or whatever it is, or I don't know. And then you've got a big boat you can't use. And then no one comes to see you. She's going to be like that Hollywood, those Hollywood actresses that die with their cats eating their fucking flesh when they're gone. And no one knows they've died. The but listen to the up.
3: inconsistency about how she, in the beginning, was talking about her health and loving kids and people and getting out there and traveling yeah. and I want to live the life I did 10 years ago. That's what she said. Yes. But yet, look at how she's living her life and proud of it and defending the way she treated Gary about living his life. So she's completely nonsensical in her rationale.
0: All big time. Yep.
3: And uh, the fuck?
0: I have no idea, guys. Guys we' what we're gonna continue with the next uh breakdown. We hope you've enjoyed this one. And um any closing thoughts, my dear, before we wrap this one up.
3: I'm blown away. But yeah, that's it.
0: <laughs> okay, guys. Take care. We love you.
3: Oh, well, just real quick, I was also of
5: calling because uh I just wanted Bye.
4: to say my two <laughs> on a <laughs>
1: Thanks, Eric.
7: (laughs) All right, buddy.
2: Eric, what? I couldn't hear you. What did you say?
1: I said the tour that I'm. Take care, man. Don't ever call back.
4: back.